Cordelia, lying on top of Angel, sees the sword behind him. Oh my god, are you- No, no, I'm good. Sits up. I'm good, see? Lifts the sword off the ground. I missed the pointy end. Cordy starts to cry and hugs him. <laughs> what? Shh. We could have died. But we didn't. But what if we had? Sits back to look him in the eyes. What if we'd been deep fried trying to save the world again and I, and I didn't have the chance to tell you? Tell me what? I'm sorry for what happened, for what I let happen with Connor. I was lost and frightened and I thought it was the end and... Whispers. I wanted to be with you, but I couldn't. Cries. Oh God, Angel! What I did. It's going to be all right. No, it's... You need to know that I can look back and see every horrible thing you've ever done as Angelus and it doesn't matter anymore. Because when I'm with you, all I feel is the good you've done as Angel. I know I hurt you. Lowers her head. I know I don't deserve forgiveness. Looks into her eyes. Cordy, I don't care what you've done in your past either. Leans her face against his. I don't know if this is right, Angel. Stop. Okay. Angel and Cordelia, Cordelia kiss. When they look up, Connor and Wee- <laughs> Wesley are standing there watching them. Connor! Scowling, Connor runs away. Connor! Stands. Connor! Wait! Angel runs after Connor. <laughs> I really hated that scene when I was watching it, but now I love that scene. <laughs> if we could just sub your voice in over, I would be it. Because it's such, it's such a weird, like, it equates years and years of soulless murdering mm-hmm. to one sexual decision that might be questionable. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it's a kind of, I know that, like, now I'm constantly looking for ways that the patriarchy is smushing everything. And here yeah. I was like, oh, so, like, one man's, like... It was very like, but her emails. It was. Uh, it was very like. Well, and all it's of worse these, because you know it's from Angel's head. I know, this and that's even what, making him happy. Oh, so like, you're then you're not mad at the the writers, then you're mad at Angel. You're like Angel. I know. I'm like Angel. This is what would make you fucking happy. <sighs> her to forgive you for all of your sins, tell you how good a boy you are, and then grovel about sleeping with Connor, and say that when she was even when she was with Connor, she was thinking of you and she wanted to be with you, which she has never said. No, she has never <laughs> said that. Um, did you remember that this is how these two episodes end up? I, I, there was a moment, it wasn't at this point, because at this point I was like, what? Yeah, and then, <laughs> me too. I was like, ugh. It was when, it was like the next scene. And I was thinking like, everyone's acting out of character. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was with Connor. It was the yep. Connor scene. Because I was like, oh yeah, this makes Connor look like he's a nice boy. I know. And he's too busy being an angst boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I knew somewhere like in the annals of my brain, like that we would see Angelus come yes. back this season. Well, the next episode is called Soulless. Yeah. I also had that in my mind too. I was like, oh, how does this, does it, and I was like, he doesn't achieve per- perfect happiness with Cordy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's like this whole fake thing of like, everything's finally going right. Here's my issue with a lot of this is that. In the scenes that Cordelia and Angel are making out, mm-hmm. I can feel 
the care the actors not wanting. Oh my god, to. the kisses horrible. They're, when they're doing the camera spin around them, it was horrible. It was like I, it was like watching. Um, I'm trying to think of a like a high school play where there's a bunch of kissing scenes, and you know those two people are like not super comfortable in kissing. Yeah, in public. Yeah, kissing each other, kissing each kissing other. Whereas, at all. like, I've seen. I guess Cordelia. We haven't seen her have a lot of makeout scenes. Right, because most of Cordelia's makeout stuff is like almost a joke. Yeah. Because it's like her and Xander, her mm-hmm. and Wesley. So it's like this poor woman has yeah. been forced to have these like weird jokey kisses her. And whole... she had a hunky boyfriend, but most of that stuff happened off screen. Yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> Whereas so I guess I'm saying David Boreanis, I've seen him not be bad at this. Yeah. So maybe they were being bad at it on purpose. It's that is what makes and this, this kind of episode or any episode where it's all a dream mm-hmm. or, you know, where the audience is being tricked one way, you have to go back and analyze everything that's happened. Right. And so for this, some of it is so clear where it's Angel's wish fulfillment. Like that scene with Wesley where he forgives, where Wesley says, I'm sorry. Yeah. And Angel is literally smiling. Yeah. That was the first moment where I was like, wait, what? Yeah. He's literally smiling. I'm like, yeah. I don't understand. Who is this Angel? There were a couple moments where, and and this was the thing where, like, okay, so yesterday I was also, like, battling this weird, like, headache all day. Oh, no. So I blame it partially on that. <laughs> but there were so many parts where, like, it's weird that I knew that Angel's going to lose his soul and we're going to yeah. see Angelus. <laughs> but then at the same time, all this stuff was happening, and I was just like, I think it was done, this wasn't over the top, like, this is fake wish yes. fulfillment. Because there were parts where I was literally just like, this is kind of cheesy or like this is like that's weird they're doing yeah it would like strike wrong and you'd be like huh yeah even the whole how indiana jones the whole thing underneath the ground like so in retrospect all of it is heightened and weird Mm -hmm. i don't know i think maybe i guess it was it was a satisfying twist it was pretty satisfying because it undoes all the things that were annoying yeah exactly and it's like kind of like oh this is just like silly wish fulfillment, which like wish fulfillment is silly. Like yeah. that's not how life works. Totally. And I enjoyed that part of it too, that like I liked this better. I mean, I guess it was a dream, but I like this better than when you see a dream and that reveals the subconscious or yeah. whatever. But we got to see if Angel was the boss of the world, how he could make everything go right. Now we know what that looks like. And mm-hmm. maybe if it had been framed that way from the front, yeah, I could have like taken more pleasure in it when it was happening. Instead of my own cognitive dissonance of like, wait, why is this happening? Why does this yeah. guy have tattoos all over his whole body? Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing where it's like, I think on the converse, like I appreciated that it was then something that like, I was like, oh, so now all those things that like kind of didn't sit right with me, mm-hmm. I can look back and be like, this is why. Right. And so I guess I appreciated that I was like thinking about the episode afterwards yes. in a way that wasn't just like, what the fuck? That's true. It was a <laughs> more challenging episode of Angel. Like a lot of times these episodes feel disposable mm-hmm. unless something horrible happens. Either you're just like really sad because something horrible happened mm-hmm. or they just like flitter away through your brain. Mm-hmm. And this one you do have to sit with a little bit. I mean, we are skipping an episode right now. Yeah, we, we are completely <laughs> skipping an episode. <laughs> but I mean, what this is what happens. <laughs> I will. One of my favorite bits, though, of, since we're talking about the second episode is that in Angel's Fantasies, uh, 
Fred's makeup and hair is way better. I know. She looks amazing. <laughs> I was like, because at first I was like, ooh, Fred, like you talk to the hair and makeup people. I was like, oh no, Angel just wishes your hair was like blown out and you yeah. have better makeup. Yep. <laughs> like you look more adult. You like look he like- feels more comfortable yes. seeing you with an adult man, uh, love interest, <laughs> if you look like an adult. Yep. <laughs> um, that was really, I enjoyed. Uh, um, yeah. But I guess... We should let's back it up, back it up, and also name the episodes we watched. Oh, we watched <laughs> Long Day's Journey and Awakening, uh. which it's an awakening because at the end, Angelus is awake. Yep, and he and lo- wakes up from his like weird dream, and like there's and, just a lot of yeah. And Long Day's Journey into Long Day's Journey is because the sun gets blotted out. Blotted out. Mm-hmm. It does get blotted out. So, um. We check in with the crew and like basically they're still kind of reeling from seeing the beast like kill this right that little girl who is like a this being that seems to be that seemed untouchable right and Angel is still dealing with having seen Cordy have sex with Connor and we're all or still smelling reeling. it ew that was so gross when she said that ew. Which is that? Because I was like, "What did you not shower?" Also, there are showers at the museum. What is happening? What is that? So, okay, this is what I'm imagining. Sure, in some world there is a shower at the museum, and it's like by the maintenance bay or something. Oh, okay, but that means you go from the attic, yeah, down to like I assume like the boiler room area. Yes, and a museum is big. Museums yeah. are big. I mean that you know my it's a, one of my dreams to live in a museum. Yeah, yes, it would be great. But the shower is like the hardest part. When, yes. you're, when you have that fantasy, you got to figure it out. In From the Mixed Up Files of Miss Baisley, Frank Weiler, the kids shower in fountains or bathe in sh- fountains. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's while they're bathing that they realize they're sitting on money. So then they take the money and use the money and spend it. Nice. I love that book. <laughs> anyway, showering is an important thing to figure out if you're living in a museum. They figured out something, but she still thinks. And maybe a shower wouldn't want for a vampire wouldn't want all the smell of Connor off of mm-hmm. her. I don't know. You think like, she would have had one of those showers where you scrub really well. Here's the thing. Yes, I would wake <laughs> up and be like, oh, okay. Yeah. This, I'm going to go to a wee spa and get like all of my skin <laughs> sloughed off of me by a small Korean lady. Like, it's not. Yeah. No. It. You want it to be a whole new you. Yes. You want to emerge reborn. Like, you want a new <laughs> life ahead of you. Uh, but that is not uh, no <laughs> apparently what she did or what she thinks she did. Um, so Angel is pouting. He's up in his little apartment. He or hotel room, whatever we want to call it. He says to Lauren with a straight face, "I work best alone." I know this entire show has been about how he does not work best alone. Mm-hmm. Every time he tries to work best alone, work alone, things go worse. I know, and it's all about like this team yeah. and like. What is he talking about? Like, when when have you worked best alone? When you first got your soul and you lived in the gutters eating rats? Yeah, is that it? Was that when you were best alone? Or was it when you worked with Buffy's team, like, and were never alone at all? Yeah. Was that it? Or when you moved to LA and then you had a team? Like, you always work better with other people. He's being very, and I mean, and Cordelia calls him out on it. He's being, he's sounding like a sulking teenager. When he's, oh, wow. like, sitting up in that room drawing pictures. Oh, my God. Like, when he's, alone. Like, I know. When she comes in and, and he's, like, I'm working on the case. And he's drawing pictures of it. I'm, like, you're working on the case that was by when, drawing like, pictures. I wish she had called him out on that and been, like, <laughs> you're doodling. 
Is that what you're doing? <laughs> like, it was so embarrassing. He's like, I'm working, doing something really important right now. Um, <clears throat> but luckily, to get us out of that funk, <laughs> fake rogue is back. Yep. Uh, so she comes, she, well, we see a scene of her having a meeting with, with some guy, a guy who seems like, I mean, he, well, first of all, he's wearing sunglasses that night and then his eyes are very scary. Yes. And she kind of pays or says, plays, pays lip service to the idea that she respects him a lot. Yeah. Even though I think she, she wants to steal from him. Yes. And then he gets murdered right in front of her by the beast. Yeah. And so she's scared. Yeah. She's like, I was going to go to Tahiti. Mm-hmm. What's up? And she's like, better check in with my boy, Angel. Because he helps people. And she's doing that kind of like annoying bullshit of like marking her territory with Angel when Which she comes so in. Which is so weird. I hate that. I mean, here's the thing. I would, if I were her and everyone else I tried to kill or didn't care about if they died and I like, like if everyone else hated me, mm-hmm. I would definitely like be like, hang with Angel because mm-hmm. he would protect me from those people especially Fred because she's ready to kill everyone right she's very ang- angry mm-hmm. so like but yeah it's a weird thing I don't think she has friends she doesn't so I don't think she knows how to have friends I think that's a huge part of it and so even when she's talking to Gunn later like she doesn't really get it yeah no she doesn't which is sad mm-hmm. Um, but it, she's still annoying it is sad but yeah <laughs> annoying to watch like I get why she acts how she acts but like i'm not here to see the journey with her you know like i don't yeah. i think there's another show another i mean it's called x-men yeah and i like it oh i like x-men <laughs> i'm not interested but also like rogue is more charming than her i mean there's just a lot i think <laughs> yes yeah she isn't rogue we i'll stop saying rogue because it's not fair to gwen because yeah. gwen is gwen Mm-hmm. She also has that one blonde streak that she should totally dye another color because she already has the red streak. I know she has the red. It was streak. like distracting. And I was also, like, why did you not take that bleached hair and do something with both it? Both of those streaks, fake as hell, are so fucking fake. They look like the thing you can just buy at the drugstore. Yeah, I think that's it's what like they a bobby are. pin. Uh huh. Or not even a bobby pin. It's like the clippy pins. That, yeah, like, that just like dink, dink, yeah, dink. it's yeah. Claire's. Yeah, it's Claire's. That's exactly what it is. Not even icing. It's Claire's. <laughs> <laughs> So she's walking around with her hideous hair. Yeah. And her and low slung, low pants. slung red leather flare. Do you pants. think they were trying to like do a visual reference to Buffy? Because mm. they're more low slung than what Buffy would wear. Yes. But otherwise, the outfit is similar in color palette because Buffy would wear red leather pants. Yeah, she would. Like that. Um, I think she's supposed to that and also just. I think she's supposed to hearken to for sure Buffy and then mm-hmm. just like general like female superhero feels. Yeah. Because when Manny like sees them and he's like, oh, you and Spandexarella or whatever he calls her. Um, that I mean, I know. OK, so I know that the world is ending. Yeah. But the fact that like him being so disgusting and leeringly gross mm-hmm. is just brushed off and yeah. is a joke. I'm so fucking tired of that. Yeah. Like, I just, I I don't know. Like, you wanted Angel to hit him? Yeah. And be like, I'm still going to protect you, but, like, stop being such a disgusting creep. Or hurt her, like, shock him. That would be great, too. Anybody to, like, physically hurt him. <laughs> Not kill him. Just, you know, like, stop. Like, you know when you, like, Caesar like, no Milan a dog and you, like, yeah. grab it by the, like, scruff and yeah. be like, I'm the boss? Mm-hmm. Like that. Someone needed to alpha him. Yes. You're right, because he was disgusting and wouldn't stop. He wouldn't stop. He was literally constantly disgusting as if 
And that was the thing too, right? He's supposed to be neutral man. I would have preferred like just kind of like a dub, like a dud, like a dweeb. Like yeah. a guy that's just like, hey, I'm like neutral man. I'm like the potential of like what a guy could be. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Yeah. And he's like dressed like die. normcore. <laughs> that yeah. would have been really fun. Instead, and we get this disgusting guy. Who's dressed to go on vacation. Yeah. He's wearing like a Hawaiian shirt, khaki shorts. I'm assuming like white tube socks. Tube socks that I think are they like were up. black. Oh, God. Yeah. He's wearing worse. dress socks mm-hmm. with like probably brown loafers. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> So he's a mess, Mm -hmm. but they have to protect him. Right. Because so they basically learn that that little girl was one of uh, five. Right. Mm -hmm. Ratet. Yes. Which are they're not even necessarily good or evil. They're just like they they can. Well, altogether, they're not. Yeah. They don't seem to do a lot of good. No. We don't see any that are like positive. No. They're just like beings. They're just beings. So there's five of them and um, they're just being picked off one by one yep. and parts of them are being taken out to use in some ritualistic way. Yes. And so, and for a while, Gwen, for no reason, keeps a lie about what, that something was taken out of the first guy. It really is only supposed to make her seem like maybe she could be the one. But like, what she, we saw the beast take it in front of her and her freak out. Yeah. Like, it's not like then we saw the beast turn to her and, like, start talking to her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. of course she... Well, I think, because then remember, Cordelia's like, I think it's someone we know that we saw talking to him. So I think it's like, I think we are supposed to maybe entertain the fact that it could be her. But then it's like... But I I don't know. I Then they did a bad job in that first scene. Oh, they totally did. You know what I mean? Or they didn't direct her very well, because she's clearly so scared. Yeah. Like, it's not... And Cord- and then it, I think Cordelia looks like petty as shit. Yeah, I she does she, look petty. She looks. She does not. It is not a good look on her when she's like, um, it's clearly this girl. And when she calls her Skankerella, like it was just so much like weird female competitiveness. I mean, I get why Cordelia is unhappy right now with the situation. Oh, because yes. Angel's being she's she made a choice mm-hmm. when the world was ending that inadvertently hurt Angel and now Angel is being sulky puppy about it. Mm -hmm. And she can't fix that. No. And I think she's right that like he does need to get over it because like though like I'm sorry and and Lauren's the same way right Mm -hmm. where Lauren's like you I'm sorry but you don't get a day off. Yeah. And I know it's really hard but like that's the way it is. So we need to stop the world from ending. And he's busy like he's drawing his picture so he's very Yeah. But honestly get over it anyway. Yeah. You didn't own her. Exactly. She made a choice when the world was fucking ending. Yeah. She, she didn't do it to hurt you. She certainly didn't know you were standing outside her window staring in. Yeah. Like, yeah, get over it. It's and, not. And then also, like, knowing that all of this, all that is to follow after the um, shaman comes into yeah. play is engineered to make Angel happy. Mm-hmm. When Connor fights with Angel and he says all you do is take things away from me and I'm like that's not what she is she's a person that made a decision like you're completely removing her autonomy yes so I don't know like I don't like I'm just seeing so many things to be to feel like icky about in these episodes I think that that's fair I think Connor but I cut Connor more slack because he is a teenager right 
I mean, and he's a teenager. He's a, he has a reason to be hurt by Cordelia. Oh, yeah. Because Cordelia was like, oh, baby, let me take care of you. Yeah. I'm here for you. Let me give you something that you've never had before. And then mm-hmm. the next morning was like, oh, that was, you're kind of, gr- I have no interest in yeah. that. Like, he has an actual reason yeah. to be, he can, be hurt. He shouldn't sure. ca- treat her like an o- object. He shouldn't, like, mm-hmm. whatever. It's not a competition with his dad. But, like, she did, yeah, she did him wrong. Well, and I think, yeah. Or at least, or at least like, hurt him. She didn't, she didn't know the world wasn't going to end. Yeah. But also, like, that's not cool. Yeah, and I think, I think that's the thing, too, right? Where she's just, like, she seems visibly annoyed and repulsed by him <laughs> at all times. Yeah. And so it's like, I think she owes it to him to like sit down and be like, you're a kid. Like that's the thing too, is that he yeah. is A, a kid, uh-huh. B, emotionally stunted because he grew up in a demon world. Yeah. So she needs to sit down with him and be like, okay, this thing that I did with you, I know it seemed like it could be a forever thing. It's not. I'm yeah. really sorry. I thought the world was ending. It's not. And of course he's not going to take it well because he's Plus I Connor. faked it. Yeah. Plus- <laughs> It was just really it horrible. It was maybe the worst thing. It. it was the worst sex I've ever had. You were just flobbing around like a grunion <laughs> on the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and I took it because I thought the world was ending. I thought I was doing you a favor. And I get also why that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I get why every element of this hurts you. <laughs> um, okay, but when we first see Connor in Long Day's Journey... He is sitting by the window, mm-hmm. looking out with his like leaning against the window sill, and he is in the most '90s outfit ever. Yes, he has an oversized Henley. Yes, he has stovepipe jeans. Yes, he's got big white athletic socks that go halfway up his leg. Oh my god, those athletic socks! <laughs> he's got hiking or work boots. Yeah, it's such a look. Yeah. Also, oh. okay, he and Cordelia have the same haircut. Like, every time they're talking to each other, I'm like, who is who? (laughs) Honestly, though, his is better. His is better. It's too short on her right now. Here's, yes, it's too short on her. His also just has this kind of, like, feather, like, it looks just more natural and light. Yes. And manageable. Hers looks like it's too short. Or maybe, who knows her life? Maybe she was having, like, a thinning hair thing. Oh, yeah, because we do know she's pregnant at this point. Yeah, so, like, who knows? And honestly, you're pregnant. Do what you want with yeah, all your Yeah, do what you hair. want with everything. Yeah. And when it's curled later, it looks great. Yeah. But then I was also like, is that her hair? Because it's felt like so flat it's and lifeless so, in the other scenes. Yeah. Or not lifeless, but it's so, like, there's not much there. And then yeah. in the curled hair scene, there's she a had lot. a whole quaff. Also, isn't that funny? It's like, her, like, she's got this, like, voluptuous hair going on, like, right to cherry on top yeah Angel, for she's his so fantasy. happy look at her cur- curly she's got curly hair. hair that she can then get smushed in a pillow because we have to watch them have sex for like oh too long too long it's so long we i was didn't so uncomfortable need it. like i guess we needed it because the idea and it's coded i guess but that his perfect happiness is when he orgasms when he orgasms plus plus like, everything happy right but like I think that's the because that's what's coded. We had to watch the whole sex because we also weren't <laughs> like we didn't want remember, to think. His Buffy sex was really long too. Yeah, we watched, but it was like more artfully shot. The Buffy sex was like okay. First of all, she was younger, so I think yeah, they she, had to do a lot. It was her seventeenth birthday. Yeah, so they had to do a lot of like, <laughs> like, uh, 
like scarves in the wind type <laughs> <laughs> looks with a this calf on a sheet. Yeah, yes. It was a lot of like slow panning of something that maybe the bottom of a tummy, but Ooh. also maybe a leg. <laughs> and then like this was like horrible. It was so much. There was no tr- like there was and there no- was no chemistry. Like no, there and was I, no I can't imagine because I mean I can I can imagine, but I didn't watch this series live so. If it had been, because at this point it's forced, it's halfway through the fourth season. You've been, probably people have been shipping them mm-hmm. for three years. Mm-hmm. Easily. Mm-hmm. You've been waiting for them to get together. All these things come. End of last season, mm-hmm. she goes to tell him I love you and then there's a whole thing. You think this is the moment. And then it's the, it's, it's horrible. It's this. It's bad. And it's again, so bad. I've seen him in love scenes that didn't look this bad. I've seen her in scenes that she didn't look You know bad. what wasn't I bad? I don't know what's going on. They're, um, their scene in Waiting in the Wings. Oh, I forgot. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just like, got the chills. Yeah, so that, that was scene good. was fucking high. Yeah, I know. And then what happened? I think things like behind Personally, the scenes happened. Yeah. Not necessarily between David Boreanaz and her, but I think like things generally with the creator. Not everyone was happy anymore. Yeah. But yeah, I had forgotten Waiting in the Wings. That right now, that's the pinnacle of their chemistry. And that yeah. sucks considering they've now like she's admitted she loves him like they're they should be yeah i think that if i were a hardcore cordy and angel shipper i would in my mind say that it doesn't count after waiting in the wings after waiting in the wings you wouldn't even go all the way to the end of the third season where they admit they love each other yeah where she realizes she loves him and she's driving out to see him and he's like oh my god she wants to talk to me about something look i think i think i would imagine that they met yeah, and then and then it's also di- and like no. probably Connor dies because it's you. So Connor, also in your, in your yes, mess, Connor <laughs> kills himself when he thinks that he was going to hurt his dad. He's like, Connor, no, yeah, dead. Connor just throws himself into the ocean and it's like <laughs> goodbye. And they're like making out on the cliff, and he's and he's just like goodbye. And like, do you hear something? Um, so yeah, I could see that because this season has not been kind to those shippers, and this episode, which like I said, should be this should be like um. Oh, all I can think of is the I Will Remember You song. What is that? What is that? Is that what it's called? What's the name of the episode where Buffy comes and then they have that day that then It is I Will Remember You. Okay. Hey, Ryan, your brain works. Yeah. Nice. Um, but that that's what this should be for I Cordy. Because I have that as a Buffy Angel shipper. I have the day out of time where sure. things are all good until they go bad again. Cordy Angel shipper should have that and this should be it. But it isn't. Every time they kissed, I was like, they don't want to be doing this. Oh my God. They don't want to be doing it. It, it would be so... like if you and Co- you and Colin had to do a makeout scene in something. Wow, you would do it. Yeah, it would. You'll take sure. the money. I'll take the but, money. I mean, I won't watch it. But then, and also, I'm imagining but it was like they don't want to do it. Yeah, it's like where it's like, and then again, I don't. I'm not implying that they don't like each other. I'm just they, well, exactly. It's it's just that, and also, it smacked of like thirty fifth take to me, where it was like we need to see this again, but hotter, and it's like them just being like, oh. My Oh my god! I've kissed my, you a thousand times. We're both lips foaming are at the mouth. Yeah, like dry, like dry. I'm and like the kiss, a, it's like it was like barely kissing. It was barely <laughs> yes, exactly. It was like like I'll I'm gonna kiss your bottom lip with my upper lip and then yeah. away and then and back then back. Oh, now opposite lips uh, back <laughs> away. It was it just, just yeah. I had forgotten about waiting in the wings. You're right. They do have chemistry. They do. They can. This was in it. Maybe she needed to be in a ball gown. I think, sure, they had to be at the, I was going to (laughs) say opera, at the ballet. They have to go to the ballet. But no, they were, I had totally forgotten that. It was super hot. Yeah. What? Was it because this was too cheesy? 
make, but like this is his fantasy. He doesn't fantasize that. I know <laughs> that it's going to actually be yeah. hot. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, he says Buffy at the end, so he's like stuck in some weird loop. I couldn't be- when he said Buffy, I'd forgotten. That yeah, I definitely I forgot. forgot. I totally forgot. And I was like, that. what are you doing? And I was like, wow, 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 wow. Bold, bold, bold. Cannot believe that. I I feel bad for Dream Courtney. <laughs> totally. And then also, of like, course, she heard that. And so she's just like, what the what? fuck? What? And then it's like, oh. And she's like, oh, God. I mean, icing on the cake. <laughs> now that <laughs> is back. But it was like, that is, I don't get it. How is that perfect happiness? I don't know. How is perfect happiness being with the woman that you love? Mm-hmm. having this great day where all of your relationships are healed. You're mm-hmm. the champion of everything. Everyone says how great you are. And then you have sex with the woman you love. And then at the end, you think about your ex-girl. You say well, your ex-girlfriend's name in a gasp. I think he, well, he said that, I think, because it was like, remind, because so that's what he, he was said. Losing when his it, soul. But like the word Buffy has nothing to do with him losing his soul. It's yeah, just what know. he said the last time he did it. So maybe he's just like looping. It was weird. <laughs> like if they had cut, I don't know. It was a little weird. Maybe that was just like throwing a bone to like Bangel's. Yeah. Where it's like, don't worry, guys. I mean, do you want to hear my interpretation of it? (laughs) (laughs) It was in that moment he realized none of this is worth anything. And he can't have Buffy. (laughs) I don't believe that. He loves Cordelia. He does love Cordelia. I I do. I have an endgame ship that isn't them, but he loves her. And other than this episode, we've seen them have chemistry. I know. I know. God, it makes me want to like correct what I saw in my mind and like rewatch Waiting in the Wings. Cause like, <laughs> you just edit, splice it together. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like if you were to make one of those like manipulation vids yeah. on YouTube, you, those would, vi- you would not include this scene. No. <laughs> you can't. No. You might include, cause are they cuddling at the end? I can't remember. Cause I really was like, this is so much love scene. I can't handle this. No, they're not because he pulls away. He so pulls it's away. like okay. mid-coitus. Because that would be the only thing if they had like a moment of cuddling. Sure. Naked cuddling image. Sure. I could see using it. I could see using that. Well, there is like the there's a lot of shots where I could see you using, which is like them being like forehead to forehead in mm. that cave. Um because nothing really happens yet. Although I was like already I could feel the non-chemistry. So like I was afraid they were gonna kiss, and I was like, I don't want to see this right now. And then they do they make out right yes they make yeah. out and then connor and wesley see i think that seems better to me than the love scene i but i was also so grossed out by her like groveling apology me too it's she, all she she made a choice that was not about you you weren't together yeah and that she doesn't owe you an apology and her crying and saying like we we could have died and i i thought was, she was gonna say i love you i thought she was even though she too. said it to him before yeah. But I thought she was going to say it again. Or but, she was going to say, I can forgive you. for Like, I'm sorry that I made you think I couldn't forgive all the yes. Angela stuff. But it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It's, it was, I'm sorry for sleeping with your son. And it was like. Oh, when I say it that way, it sounds really bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when I put it that way. Um, well, I like thought. What I like would have. This is another thing that I would have liked. But I think this is something that we would see more in Buffy than Angel. Mm-hmm. Is if she was like. We could have like died. We could have been deep fried trying to save the world again. And it's just like it doesn't mean anything because it just keeps happening. Yeah. Or something. But that's definitely that's, more of a Buffy show yeah. than an angel show. Uh, I think you want Cordelia to be Buffy. I think I want her to be Buffy. <laughs> um No, I want her to be Cordelia is my frustration. Which she's season. not being Cordelia no. right now. And that's the thing where it's like OG, like not even OG, but like season three Cordelia. 
which I know, I know this is all a dream, but would never have even approached crying about like saying like, I'm sorry that like I, that we could have died and I I never got to say I'm sorry. That is not a Cordelia move. Yeah. And then, and then to equate like, I've seen everything you've done as Angelus, but all I can think about is the fact that I slept with your son, which is like, I cannot believe you would make that comparison. It's insane. It's the behavior of a crazy person. Yeah. Or it's like, she's lying. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like a, like a something a lie, you know? Yeah. Or it sounds like something, here's, here's what it sounds like, and this is what the episode is. So our critique is, in some ways, like, we're doing what the show wanted us to exactly. do. Exactly. It sounds like when you're, like, lying in bed... And you think of someone who's wronged you or like someone you have a, like, you're like, how could this relationship be fixed without me having to admit any wrongs and get and just yeah. be told how great I am? And that's how he fixes all his relationships. Yep. In this. He doesn't have to be wrong about anything. He doesn't fail in any way. He doesn't have to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. He just gets everyone telling him he's great and giving to him. And I think, I mean, and I think that's why I, I feel overall, I, I think I overall like the second episode. I did not care for the first episode. Um, but the second episode, the re like the things that annoyed me about it and the things that like irritated me about like this fantasy of angels is that he is ultimately kind of like he, he wants people to pat him on the back for shit. And most of the time they don't. Okay. But so do we, if I had a dream where they created perfect happiness for me, Mm -hmm. probably people would be saying nice things to me. Yeah. And then that's why it like rings true. And I'm like. So Angel's a guy. Like okay, he's just a guy. How about when Cordelia talks about her boobs that way? Wait, when does that happen? When they're in the uh the like sh- the oh the Indiana ringy, Jones the ringy bell thing. Yes, and then she's like she looks at her boobs and she says, "I knew these would get me in trouble one day." I'm tired of those jokes. And for this her. is now an Angel joke, which makes me like even I'm like Angel. Yeah. One Cordelia would never talk people girls don't talk about their boobs that way. Yeah. Especially a girl, especially a girl who's wearing a big oversized jacket. That's the thing. She's wearing a big. She would take that jacket off. Mm-hmm. Like if she. Okay, let's say. Let's <laughs> Are pretend. the a problem? Here's here's where here's where I could, I could, see this working. Yes, they're at a run fair. Yes, she's in a corset. Oh yeah, she is. Then they get. For some reason, they have to be in this cave. Yeah, she's still wearing that. Then she mm-hmm. says that. Then I'd be like, okay, I get yeah. it. But here she is wearing. It's not even a jacket. It is a vest. You're right. Because it has no sleeves. It has no sleeves. She's wearing a matching long sleeve shirt. Yes. Which, but it's a big vest. Like, no, it I is. Know she's pregnant. But yeah. she's wearing a big vest. Like, t- it goes if, down to the knees. If the issue is how much space you're taking up, you would take off the, you wouldn't. Yeah. Just wear the top. Yeah. You wouldn't wear something that goes significantly over your boobs and then be like, damn boobs. I know. At it again. And you're like, what? And the fact that they're making, like, that both the writers and Angel are making her make this <laughs> joke. Like, I'm like, oh, God. I mean, Whatever. There's there are times probably if like you're doing a Catherine Zeta Jones laser situation, mm-hmm. and sometimes yeah, probably it's it's harder to have big boobs. Mm-hmm. But that was not what this was. Exactly, and and that's the other thing too, right? Because like I could see that happening. I could see that happening in just like, uh, you know, in like a a female led like kind of Tomb Raider ish situation. Oh my god! If it doesn't happen in Tomb Raider, I'm going to be so disappointed. <laughs> She's like, I knew these would get in my way someday. <laughs> or I would like it if it was like, um, like Spy, where mm-hmm. they're right. She has a rival, like her mm. nemesis is also a woman, and then the nemesis's boob is in the way. And she's like, 
<laughs> B cups for life. <laughs> yeah, that would actually be really bad. Like, I'm picturing like, yeah, if I went through one of those things, I'd just be like, weep, 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 weep. Because like, and I would be like smushing my boobs yeah. to my chest. And I'd just be like, this is why I always wear sports bras. So squish, so squish. <laughs> Uh, see we we are halfway to we already got it better we already made it better <laughs> fixed it but that um, would also mean there would be two women in that scene mm-hmm. mm, there you go <laughs> um so yeah so we got to talk more about long days i know i, think. I know <laughs> so we learned that the rotet uh if you take their things that are that they're guarding yeah which and then and then use them Kill them ritualistically. Use those items then in a ritual. You can blot out the sun and bring about yes, eternal. Yes, and it will start in Los Angeles and spread to California, which I don't understand how this actually works. In, I mean, it's mystical. It's magic. Yeah. But it starts that there's no sun in, Cal- in LA, in California, North America. Eventually, the world, there will be no sun. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much end of days shit. Yeah. Um, And we also find out Cordy has these weird visions where she's seeing the beast from a person's perspective. And she's like, I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then eventually she figures out that, and she's surrounded by all these dead bodies. Mm-hmm. She figures out that she is in the, when she's doing that, she's in the perspective of Angelus. Angelus mm-hmm. has been with the beast before. The beast seems to think that they have like a standing deal or relationship. Mm-hmm. Angel does not remember this. No. And so while that kind of is simmering, the team is like trying to keep the beast from getting all of the pieces so that he can do his ritual. So they go um, and try to find the one that's in Palm Springs because there's two left. Yeah. One is, or Death Valley. One is in a cave in Death Valley and one Mm -hmm. is in Belize. Right. So they go to the cave in Death Valley. They find it. It's already torn to pieces. Out pops this dude in a like fedora. Why did he come to town? Why didn't he stay in fucking Belize? I don't know. Like, why would you, if if all of you die and things go really bad, spread the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, he's here. He's here. He's annoying. And they're all like, oh, my God, who are you? And he's like, I'm one of them. I go by Manny. You guys, like, I'm going to go run away. And they're like, no, we have to protect you. We have to hide you. And he's like, wait. He, but he doesn't want to run away. He wants to go spend his last days oh, right. at the strip club. Strip club. The Pink Pony. Yeah. And Which then, isn't even that good a name for a strip club. No, it's not. And then he's like, if I get a... If I get you a lap dance, can I watch? Which, here's the thing. She has shown no interest in lap dances. And how is that a... What is her... What does she get out of this bargain? Exactly. Well, I mean, I think he's just... He's treating her like an object. So he's like, just not even... He doesn't... And the, thi- the thing that fucking bugged me was that they just were like, didn't respond. Yeah. Nobody responded. So I think in her life, that I think it's probably part of why she has no friends because I think she probably gets treated that way all the time. Oh, absolutely. I think that's especially even by her employers. But I think if it weren't for her, like she usually will own that person. Yes. And here she's not. And I'm not sure why. I guess because he's yeah. supposed to be protected by that. I think he's supposed to be protected. And I think we're supposed to find him to be a benign sexist. I think it's true that we are going through a time and personally, I can say for myself, like, I'm fed the fuck up. Yeah. I have no patience for benign sexism. I don't believe in it. Yeah. There's no such thing. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's the thing where it's like, it's gotten to a point now where it's like, we're already bruised. And so it's like a thing that would feel like a 
tap on the shoulder is mm-hmm. like hurting. Like I could watch nine to five right now. Love nine to five. Nine to five is so fucking good. I love <laughs> nine I could, if, to five. I love that. Movie. I was like, are we? Is it a revenge flick? I can watch a revenge flick about it. But if the patriarchy yeah. stands at the end, like, like this Manny guy, I could not put up with him. I hated him. I hated him. And I think I've seen. I have seen this episode before. I don't think I hated him as much as my, I was probably just rolling my eyes. And now my eyes roll, but I also want to punch something. That's yeah, because like that's the thing where I like was grossed out by him always. But now I want to like sit him like I want to push him down by his shoulders into a chair and be like, do not fucking talk to me like that. I'm a person. Yep. And like maybe shock him a little bit. Oh, because you're I'm going in this situation. Honestly, if you were going, this show would be a better show. She is just I think she's not. I don't blame the actress. I don't blame the actress. I think the idea of her is better than the execution of her. Yeah. Um, I do think it's funny how she's like, so now that I've told you my story. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I know. And then the whole time he has not been listening. No. (laughs) Okay. I legitimately forgot that Gunn and Fred were still together at the beginning of this episode. Oh, me too. When they were like, and I was like, wait, he's your boyfriend? Yeah. I was like, you guys seem to be in a really bad place last time I saw it. I thought you were done. Yeah, I thought it just like faded off screen. Yeah, I thought there was just like a breakup off screen that we didn't have to watch. Oh my God. But then when Fred and Wes are like basically like having phone sex, but in person about like universes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I mean, yeah, Fred needs to whatever. Hopefully they will soon have an honest conversation. And I understand why the portal thing is such a big deal, but also why is it such a big deal that he's, I don't get why he's upset that she wants to open a portal with Wes. Is that what it is? Or is it opening a portal at all? I think it's with Wes. Because portals were like a big thing that she fought about with him. Right. But like it's, but they didn't fight about the idea. Their fight was, should you kill this guy? Because he put you in a portal. Ultimately, Yes. Gun did throw the dead guy into a portal, mm-hmm. but like the word portal is that enough? I think I think the word portal is a thing. Also, I think he doesn't like that. Like, so they've all been like the whole team minus Fred, Lauren, and um, Wes mm-hmm. were like off doing things, and yeah. Lauren was like in his room doing whatever. Yeah. So then it was pretty much just Wes and Fred like uh-huh. doing this plan, and I think like they're. Like the, the fact that they have been like, he's imagining what he saw, which is right. them being very passionate about multidimensional whatever. Yeah. Um, happening without him there. And I'm sure his mind is jumping, you know, to a million conclusions. Well, and Wesley has not shown himself to be honorable. No. Like that, Wesley's trying to steal your girl. He's absolutely trying to steal your girl. Everything he does is to steal your girl. <laughs> That's all he wants. So I could see him being annoyed at Wesley, but like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know why they're still together. They, I don't he know. He doesn't trust her. He doesn't. I think, you know what it is? They just haven't had time to break up. Yeah. So now they're just like together. Because yeah. then when he comes back and then they're both like, we've decided that. And I just picture in his head, he's like, oh, really? You two fucking decided? You two. You two decided. You two are like the mom and dad of the group now. Is that what it is? Like, I just picture him like <laughs> flipping out in his mind. And then he's just like, fine. Fine. And she's like, I know it's a portal, but it's going to be okay. And, and that. And he's like, yeah, whatever. It's not what the portal's not the thing. I'm remember, whatever. Remember, remember how our relationship is falling apart. That's yeah. that's more upsetting to me. Yeah. Um, and the portal doesn't work. No. They throw him through a portal. He comes right back. He's just hi, hey, I'm back from the portal. Uh huh. Um, Angel's hoodie feels different. Does Angel's he hoodie. always wear a zip up hoodie? No, he never wears Angel. Angel is wearing a zip up hoodie 
throughout the entire episode. And then he put on a jacket and then he looked like other characters will wear a zip-up hoodie underneath sure. a long coat. I don't think Angel does. It was very distracting to me. Angel doesn't wear things with zippers. He wears things with buttons. Yes. That might be exactly what it was. So I think he has one thing with zippers. He wore it this time. It was very, it was weird. That's shocking. It was shocking. Um, And then what do we think about Cordy's velvet coat? Oh. uh, What color was it? It was blue. Blue? Wait, no. Was it green? Shit. I just felt like they kept trying to make her wear too many different types of coats. Yeah, but I guess they're trying to cover a, a belly. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd rather have her carrying a box. That's the thing. I'd rather have, like, which they were doing a lot of in the very beginning of this episode, mm-hmm. like, just shots of her going from sitting to standing, yeah. but, like, from the shoulders up. Right. Um, Or her sitting, or her, like, being behind things, or whatever. Lying in bed. Lying, lying on the floor. Connor let her sleep on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's one of those things where it makes me like Connor more. <laughs> like, you can sleep on the floor. And she's like, if I'd known you wouldn't be using the bed. And he's like, mm, I guess I didn't tell you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry about it. Um, there were parts that made me like Connor more. And then the parts that I got really annoyed with him were just a dream anyway. So yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> when he... I think this is before the dream starts when he's like telling his dad off and he's like, you're the reason my life sucks. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, Connor, you are unoriginal. Yeah. You're, you think you're so original, but you literally sound like every teenager. Every one ever. Yeah. So they've been vacuuming next door. And then also there's like music. Okay. That's happening from over there. Because I think they're like having fun opening. We've talked about that before. Yeah, very fun. There's like next door is, I think every morning is like Empire Records. Mm-hmm. It's not that way here. No. We're having fun, but But we're not we're not playing music, we're not dancing. Tops. Yeah. We're not mean girling each other. Mm. I wonder if I bet that movie too would bother me. Mean girls? No, Empire Records. Oh. Mean I was girls. like, Mean Girls, what about it? <laughs> I think I'd be well There are racial issues that I don't like. Yeah. In that movie. And I don't know that I like love honestly, I don't know that I love the premise. I've never been a mean girls devotee. Um, I think it's funny and I like it. I, I, I will like chuckle when I watch yeah. it and I enjoy it. But I'm also not like a ride or die yeah. Mean Girls. Like I'm girl. Heathers over Mean Girls. Love Heathers. Mm-hmm. Love Heathers. Yeah. I wonder why. I don't know. Yeah. I, it just, I feel like uh, halfway through your protagonist becomes a monster and then you're supposed to keep rooting for them. Mm-hmm. Like you're supposed to be surprised at the end when she realizes she's bad and you're like, oh, no, no. I've hated you for like. 40 minutes yeah I mean I guess I like that I related to that not that I I just remember like being like oh I was really shitty like when I was in high school so that like resonated with me okay because I definitely like when I got a chance to like have like power friends oh yeah I was like oh like poo poo to you people that I used to be friends with like I want to like I wanted to be popular sure I mean, I guess everybody, I mean, depending on how you define popular, but like everybody wants to be liked. Yeah, basically. Um, not yeah. like po- not like one of the, I didn't want to be one of the mean kids, but like I wanted to be liked for sure. Yeah. I guess I never thought people, whatever, high school was a weird time. Um, but yeah. like I never idolized people like that click. Yeah. Whereas, and that's I think why Heather's to me is more relatable because they, use it's like the like gamification of social 
social climbing, the way that the Heathers like use their power, like, but they're over it at the same time. Mm -hmm. Whereas there's like an earnestness to Mean Girls that I'm like, you guys should see through all this. Mm. Like, this is bullshit. Like, how do you, if you don't see it's bullshit, then you're dumb. And why are we hanging out? Interesting. Whereas see, like, I, Heather, I totally was <laughs> earnest about it. Whereas like Heather Sinclair is like, I mean, like, not all the Heathers, but like that main Heather, she fucking know, like she knows it's bullshit. And that's mm-hmm. part of what she's saying to Veronica. She's like, yeah, it's bullshit. But like, let's rule the school. Like we have yeah. the power to do it. We're hot. We're smart. Like boys are stupid. Like let's rule the fucking school. Mm. And I guess I'm less interested in, yeah, like in. It might also be. What year did Mean Girls come out? Because if it came out... Like 2005? Yep. I was in high school. I was a junior in high school when that came out. And so I think I was fully buying into that kind of bullshit without... 2004, but yeah. Yeah. So then I was like... Because when you're in high school, you don't... You do see a world outside of high school, but it doesn't matter. That world doesn't matter. So you're just like, okay, this is my world. And so Mm -hmm. I think I did earnestly buy into... um buy into the like high school the way yeah. that these characters did. Yes. Um so I think, you know, I I like it just fine, but I haven't rewatched it in quite a while. But I feel like there are people who are like, that is their movie. Yeah. I mean it is it's a very funny movie. It's just like there are certain parts of it where I'm just like knowing that a white writer mm-hmm. wrote like jokes about like the cool Asians and then the yeah. this kind of Asians and then like um, like this kind of black people and like all that where I'm just like <sighs> yeah how do you feel about we are off the reservation but <laughs> we do not like this first episode um, how do you feel about movies like 10 Things I Hate About You where they do that kind of stuff and then they have characters of color like sm- like come back at all of the white privileged people mm. where it's like yeah no we're recognizing that, that this is all like you guys are full of shit but the leads in the show and leads in the movie are all white, white. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen 10 Things I Hate About You recently enough. Because for me, I watched, I saw a glimpse of like Mean thing, mean Girls uh, like recently? five months ago. Oh, so okay. like that was fresh. So it's fresh, yeah. Exactly. Like, they have I a similar like, now I'm getting them all confused. Because they also, that sh- movie also, because like the Clueless has the scene of walking through the courtyard and naming all the different cliques. Mm-hmm. Mean Girls has that scene. Mm-hmm. And 10 Things I Hate About You has that scene. So now, right now, they're all mixed up in my mind. Some of them are... I can. I know some of them are racial. Well, because like, I think it's ten things I hate about you that has the white Rastafari guys. Mm. But that's like making fun of white guys. Exactly. Also, like, I'm try- I really can't. Like, I'm trying to. Pe- like, it's like yeah. A, when pre- also like when I was in high school, we did have that thing where we were like, oh, like, um, like, <laughs> it's probably because we had so many. We had such a high Asian population yeah. at our school that there were like. In, within the cliques, there were like the baller Asians, yeah, and then, like the or was it b ball? It was like did they play basketball? Yeah, oh, they were yeah, very probably, into basketball. They probably didn't call them. Maybe they called themselves baller. I think they did call themselves the baller Asians. But I feel like baller has become more like now it means money. Yeah, but like baller was that was like even in the early aughts it was that way. Mm. Yeah, maybe it was. To, Whereas like, b ball, maybe it was b ball. I think maybe it was b ball. Anyway, mm. so it was like those like like Asians who play basketball. Yeah, and then it was like Asians who, uh, uh, oh, <laughs> uh, like the Asians that would only date other Asians. Like specifically, there was this group of girls who would say, "I don't want to date a white boy. I want to date a Korean man," which I remembered that. And then so then that was kind of like 
But that's like self-clicking. Exactly. And that was like us naming that. And then it was the Hoppas, yeah. which was like the half Asians, which was like me. Right. So then it was, but it was like people saying that's what we are. And it wasn't this white writer saying like, okay, so we got this person, this group, this group, this group. And I don't know why that is weird. Feels different. Feels different to me. Yeah, I guess I probably, because like, I feel like if someone walked through my high school, we didn't have choreos like that. But if that, in that fictional, like if that existed, mm-hmm. I probably would be in one of the groups they point to. Yeah. But like not. I don't know. I guess if people are self-declaring a group, Mm -hmm. is it wrong to label them that? I don't know. And I think maybe the difference is, is that I don't know if those groups are still called that now. Right. They were called that in 2004 when I was in high school. But yeah, I don't know if they're. And I mean, I think it's always that the people within a group naming themselves is very different than people outside the naming a group. Yeah. Um, like we used to, and we were on a team, so it's like a very, it's different because you like are a group, you're like <laughs> a codified mm-hmm. group of people, but, uh, our lacrosse team and I, not all the way across the team, just like our class. So like when I was, I think it was just when I was freshman and sophomore, mm-hmm. uh, but like we would like call ourselves like the lax chicks, like are all the lax chicks going or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so that was like, I, but I do think if somebody else had like said that to us, like, oh, would, they're the lax chicks. Honestly, if you had told me I was in a clique, and I think one person did once, and I got very mad at him, <laughs> uh, I'm not interested because mm-hmm. I'm. I felt like I was uh, beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Like if you I'm told beyond me, that, uh, well, yeah, I, I'm not a clique. What am I? A, yeah, like a child. Like no, I don't. I'm friends with who I'm friends with. Like whatever. Yeah. Like then you're a floater. Or I think everyone thinks they're a floater. Everyone thinks they are, but they're part of a group. Or or not. I mean, I had no friends when I was a senior. Yeah, so then like, you're a loner? <laughs> is that what it um, is? It was my senior year when someone said, it was like, you're part of this clique. Uh, and I was like, no, I'm fucking not. Um, <laughs> I'm not. Um, Yeah. I mean, my senior year, I'm, I've probably told you this. I like yeah. made a whole thing of to pretend like I was not a loner. Yeah, so I remember people yeah. didn't see me alone very often. So then they thought that's hiding. why they saw you probably with one click and then they uh-huh. were like, oh, you're that. And you're like, no, this is all part of my intricate plan to yeah. make you think that. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was my survival way to get through yeah. the last year of, college, of high school. But no, I I don't know. Popularity is a weird thing. I cared about it a lot in middle school. Middle school, I probably cared about the most. Yeah, and then by high school, I was like, what? Who cares? And then I became with, friends with a lot of people who had been the people that I was like, put on a popular whatever like thought of as popular people Mm -hmm. and demystified all of that for me Mm -hmm. so then when i was in high school like i guess if you i don't know how you would rank popularity Mm -hmm. i don't think i'd be when i was i don't know that i'd be in the bottom 10 percent but i spent i didn't think of things in that way ever Mm. it was like i guess if i didn't get invited to a party of a person that was my friend i would be sad yeah, but, like, but that's that like didn't... an inclusion friend thing. Yeah, but that wasn't like a thing that happened that much. Um, yeah, I just was so preoccupied with my own shit. Yeah. That I didn't, I spent, maybe there were popular people. I'm sure there were. I mean, like we had a homecoming queen. Yeah. Yeah, there definitely were popular. I mean, it's just like the kids that you think are, like that everyone thinks are, they have the power. But I guess that kind of power wasn't the way my the way Mean Girls School is, mm-hmm. that kind of power, and especially the, like, that wasn't the way power was exercised. We didn't have, like, this core group of, like, girls that were t- 
terrible to everybody and then everyone idolized or like pretended they were nice that's the other part it's like the yeah at, we had i mean i you could do it by like who was cutest like they were like they were groups the, of cute girls I yeah they were that. cute girls they were cute dudes cute dudes i don't know if they were the most popular but i, I could have given you a list of top 10 dudes <laughs> i also like this is gonna sound so shitty but we just didn't have anyone as smart as regina that was popular like that that yeah. was like that because regina is like next level yeah she's super smart cunning yeah and it's like oh she's a slytherin yeah we didn't have anybody like that yeah at our school like it was like there were groups of girls that were mean for sure but like if they were mean to you they would just be like they wouldn't even be cunning about it like they would just be like oh i actually i'm remembering a moment like that okay so it's like uh i was um i asked this guy to sadie hawkins uh-huh and um he was like uh, a really cool guy so i yeah. was like very nervous about it but also he was really cute and so I, I don't know, I asked him and then he said yes. Mm-hmm. And before we all went to lunch or to dinner somewhere, yeah. I don't even remember. It was like some dumb place. But it was like him and his two guy friends and then their female dates. And okay. their female dates were cool girls. Okay. They were like very pretty, very mm-hmm. cool. And I was like, I don't know. I wasn't really in that group of like cool kids. Like I wasn't yeah. invited to those kinds of parties. I wasn't right. that kind of person. Um and. So I was like, they were. We were all telling stories, and like I told, I don't know, like someone told a story, and then I told a story that was like yeah. relevant, and then they all were just like, or the two girls were like, okay, like that's the kind yeah. of stuff they did. So it was like not even smart. Like it wasn't anything like no. It's just being a bitch. Yeah, they were just yeah exactly <laughs> just being bitchy, but not like smart about it. Like no. it was just being like, all right, and I was yeah. just like. Fine. Okay, fine. I mean, I was never cool. Like when you go, okay, popular is one thing. And I think there are some metrics by which you could say at t- times I was like fairly popular, but I've never in my life been cool. Yeah. Like cool has an effortlessness to it mm-hmm. and like a chillness to it that I just do not have never possessed. Yeah. They were I'm, definitely cool people. And there was some I overlap. Not, I liked cool people and yeah. I would like try to hang out and not not try to hang out with them, but I was always happy to be around cool mm-hmm. people, but I don't, I'm just too, I'm too like conscious of myself being around cool people. I'm too aware of what the things that are happening are mm-hmm. like, I, I don't, I've never been a cool person mm-hmm. even in my adult life. I mean, I do cool shit and I have cool friends. I don't, but yeah. people like the cool thing. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't think you're cool. Do I know anyone? No, I don't think so. I think people think you're cool. I mean, I don't, I know you too well. That's the thing. The artifice <laughs> falls away. No, I'm teasing you. But um, like, because I, I don't know. I think I'm think like too cool. dweeby to be cool. You don't, or like too excited to be cool. Maybe I don't know. I don't think you present as dweeby almost ever. Do you really think? I don't think you. Not maybe dweeby. in your life you have, but not since I've known you. You don't act dweeby. Mm, maybe not dweeby, but like, I think you're cool. I think people like think you're cool. Well, they're wrong. I mean, I, just because I think there's like, if you get excited about stuff, I feel like then you're not cool. Yes, but I think that if you are able to like, I don't know, stand apart and be yourself in some ways that that is cool. I think Colin's cool. No, Colin's cool, but he's excitable. You know what? You're right. Colin is cool. Colin is probably the coolest out of all four of us. Oh, Colin is like by by (laughs) by miles. Patrick is going to listen to this and be mad at us. (laughs) But you know what? If he's mad, that means he's not cool. (laughs) Ooh, test, test, test. (laughs) But Colin is very cool. He's very cool. 
He's a he's very cool. Like yeah, he's just cool. Like he's just his cool. hair is cool. His hair is he's cool. He's always wearing cool clothes. <laughs> he like he like eats Seven Eleven pizza. Doesn't even give a fuck. That's true. He'll like <laughs> he this is the thing. Care. This is the thing. Colin will like stroll in in his fucking hiking boots, <laughs> chomping on like a nasty ass slice of cheese pizza uh-huh. from Seven Eleven, and his you're like hair up to here, hair, hair up to here, looking <laughs> fabulous. And you're just like, damn, that dude's cool. That dude's cool. He's cool. He's cool. He like builds shit. He's cool. He's he like is, a cool. He dude. is cool. Coolness is a thing. And I don't think coolness is inherently good or evil. Like, I would no. say Colin, who's one of my friends, he's cool and a good person. Yeah. But I've known people and know people who are cool and not necessarily cool, good people. Oh, yeah. No, so, I like, know people that are cool. Is separate. Like, coolness is almost like good lookingness, attractiveness. Yeah. Or like good eyebrows. Maybe it's, it's like good eyebrows. It's like good eyebrows. You can have good eyebrows and be a good person. Mm-hmm. You have good eyebrows and be an awful person. Mm-hmm. And then that's also like, colored by like if you're good or awful right because then Wait, it's like people get worse eyebrows no you like them less i think that they if they're like evil with good eyebrows then their eyebrows are like menacing and scary Ooh! but then like if they're if they have good eyebrows and they're good then it's like alluring <laughs> so it's like you know what i mean it like you're kind of like oh. oh but then you're like ooh, i'm scared this makes so. me want to remember what angel's eye eyebrows look like and i have no memory i have no I think they could be non-existent. I have no, no idea what they are. No, he's got eyebrows. We couldn't have gotten this far <laughs> okay, hold on. in this podcast. I'm not known. Okay, David Brandis didn't have hold eyebrows on. the whole time. Hold on, I'm going to look. I think what if in his fantasy you know of a perfect happiness, he had no eyebrows? <laughs> oh my God, wait. <laughs> so then the guy's about to stab him and then all of a sudden he has no eyebrows and we're like, huh. <laughs> and then he, he comes back, he's Angela's eyebrows again. But in his mind, he has no Oh my eyebrows. God, guys. You know who is the coolest and a bad person? Angelus. Oh my God. That's he's how very we, cool. That's why we've been talking about coolness. Yeah. I just figured it out. He's we've extremely been looking cool. forward to Angelus, who is cool, even though he's yeah. the worst. Like he, he's not, he's a, he does horrible things, but he's so cool. And he's like charming and like just him laying there laughing uh-huh. more like so compelling. <laughs> I was so like, compelling. I was like, dude, this I've dude, I cannot so wait. And I was also thinking it's kind of crazy because we only got a season and a half into Buffy before Angelus showed up. We've gotten four seasons mm-hmm. into this show without really seeing Angelus. Yeah. Like, we've seen hints, and we've had, like, an episode. Like, remember when he's on, like, Ecstasy with that woman? Oh, my God. <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> so we've had, like, moments. But, like, now it's real. Like, th- yeah. we are actually getting him. And I'm sure, like, that's a long time coming. Dude. And David Boreanaz is so good he's so good at as it. angelus do you think anyone is gonna give him cigarettes do you think anyone has cigarettes in that little like do you think Wes I'm has sure. secret cigarettes oh i'm sure i'm sure I Wes bet, has I secret bet, cigarettes i bet bad west smokes yeah bad west smokes. like after he has sex with lila yeah or yep. now just by himself i bet gun secret smokes i think when he's like really agitated he yeah. smokes and i then, mean he's doing a lot of smoking right now yeah <clears throat> and then fred like used to give him shit about it but now she's gotten past the point of caring and she had a cigarette in in her life no i mean like recently oh yeah when she was like really agitated at that diner yep maybe it was back when you could smoke inside Mm-hmm. yeah we figured it out we figured it out um so yeah i'm looking for okay so long day's journey sucked yeah what did gwen do with that did she go to tahiti she left and went all to right tahiti. goodbye gwen um sun is blocked out yeah angelus is back mm-hmm. i'm i'm looking forward to the future of more angelus me too i like well this is when i was like oh this is the turning point of like when i start caring because so then we had this whole like fantasy of like they end up 
like yes all of the um pieces got taken out of the ratet yeah um the beast started doing the thing and oh no he did block out the sun yeah and um but like you know what they stopped it from happening he killed the beast with the help of connor he and connor together yeah fought by stabbing him with the uh, sword. sword which through the, the sword head. was a was like a MacGuffin, or not a MacGuffin, but like the sword came from that, all those tattoos. Mm-hmm. So like the sword was made up. Yeah, every literally everything was made up. <laughs> he, all of these adventures did not happen. All that happened is they're hopeless and the sun is blocked, blotted out. Which I did love. I did love the uh, transition from like, everything is so saccharine. So like, it's like he stabs the, the beast in the head. The yeah. beast turns into uh, um ashes right and then the whole group comes out and they're all like smiling everybody's in happy everybody's in love everybody's whatever right. he's okay someone sweep that up then we close on which like, okay angel i, I know. know you're the boss but like mm, no yeah just like le- someone will clean it up if you just just leave it it'll yeah or clean it yourself yeah i mean and you don't have to do it right so now much like that was it beyond was so sweep much. that was like that shovel it up yeah oh yeah you it gotta was- Maybe like a leaf blower. Get those all those doors open. <laughs> blow it outside. It's got to go somewhere. Uh, um, that would be awesome. But then then we got like, you know, very romantic mm-hmm. slash no chemistry sex scene between him <laughs> and Cordelia. And then he wakes up, has no soul. And he's, I did love the transition from that, like very like yeah. saccharine over sweet to like everybody literally looking so tired and very like, oh shit. Yeah. Just looking at him mm-hmm. while he's just cackling yep i did love that fake out that it was like it's a really good fake out it's well executed Mm -hmm. because we get enough at the front end before it happens that we like are situated in the reality Mm -hmm. and if you were like really really skeptical and on top of things you could call it yeah because you could be like, okay, he's gonna t- give him his soul back or take his soul away. We know what does that perfect right. happiness. And there even even uh, Cordy has a line where she says he he would need por- perfect happiness, and he's about as far away from that as you can get. Or yeah, whatever she says. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I am sad that his rec- uh, reconciliation with Wesley didn't, wasn't real. Yeah, they're not reconciled. I know, but I want them to be friends again. They need each other. Yeah, because really nobody has friends right now. That's really sad, but true. Not one of them. I mean, everyone has Lorne. Sure. Lorne has nobody. Lorne has no friends. But everybody sort of has a friend in Lorne. Yeah. Okay. So they got that. But, but they really, don't have each right. other. They don't have each other. None of them do. hmm So here's my question. <laughs> so this is fun. <laughs> well, so uh, you know how... Uh, so in the first episode, uh, Manny gets killed because... So they're like, we're going to hide you. And then uh, Gwen's like, he can hide in my beautiful uh, hidden place. Yeah. They put him in this safe room and everyone's supposed to guard him in four hour shifts. Cordy and uh, Angel are both drinking from glasses. They sit th- sit down and then immediately fall asleep, wake up, and Manny's been disemboweled. Yes. W- what happened? So do we think that Angelus... Just poisoned well, the drinks? Because Gail's, yeah, I think Gail, Gwen, Gwen. <laughs> she says, like, you poured your own drink. So I assume that Angel spiked Cordy's drink mm-hmm. and then went in there and killed the guy himself. Okay. That's yeah. what I think, too. Yeah. But it was, like, Angelus, like, getting a momentary 
power, oh, right? Yeah. Or, I mean, the beast could have the ability to put you mm-hmm. to sleep. But so then that was the thing too, right? Where they were like the beast, like oh maybe the beast here? has the ability to um like psychically connect with Angelus with an unconscious angel. Yeah, maybe. And so I don't know how he got him unconscious. I think maybe he. I think it's like angel because the beast is there. Like Angelus is getting a tiny bit stronger, so maybe mm-hmm. he like took control over Angel's body for a second and yeah. then poisoned the drinks or poisoned one of the both. One. I think, yeah, one or both. And then, like, maybe while Angel was passed out, Angelus came out or just poisoned. And uh, what's her yeah. name's drink? Cordelia's drink. I don't know. I But that was not explained, right? It wasn't explained. Okay. But also, we don't know what deal, if any, Angelus made. We don't know what their right. relationship is. And it also seemed like he maybe didn't make the deal with the Beast because the Beast kept being like, I told you we could have worked together. And he's like, huh? <laughs> and I was like, huh? Yeah. It's not clear what happened. It's also, yeah, we do know that Angelus is okay with the world ending, though. Yeah. Because he's wanted it multiple times. So, Though, does he really when it comes down to it? We'll see. No. I don't think he does. I think he, like, likes pretending that he likes chaos more than he actually does. Because he really just wants to be in control. He wants control and he wants power and he wants pleasure. Mm -hmm. We'll see what that means for the show, Angel. I know. come back next week. I'm so excited to see... It's going to be good. More Angelus. Like, this is where I'm, like, on board. Yeah. It's going to be dope. Dope, dope, dope. What have we got? Next week, if you are watching Buffy with us, we will be talking about Never Leave Me and Bring on the Night. And circling back the following week for Angel, Soulless, and Cavalry. Woohoo! Or Calvary? Did I just spell that wrong? <laughs> cavalry? I think it's- How do you say that? It's Calvary. Calvary. No, Cavalry. Cavalry. The Cavalry is coming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's I that. think I just mistyped it. I think maybe. Yeah. But that looked the spelling looked right, and then I said it, and I was like, "Is it cavalry? Cavalry? The cavalry is coming. Cavalry is coming. Um, cavalry. No. Cal- Calgary. <laughs> the cavalry. The ca- cavalry. cavalry. It's cavalry. Cavalry. Um. Cool. Unless so, it's whatever. We'll it might know. be a, a pun though. That's the thing yeah. with this fucking show. It might be one of those puns where they're going to Calgary. (laughs) Calgary. (laughs) We are cool. (laughs) We're cool. Um, And you know what? You should stay cool too, guys. (laughs) You are too cool. Too cool. To be forgotten. Yes. Nice. Uh, Oh, quickly, quickly. Oh, oh, okay. Follow us. Okay. Leave us a nice review on iTunes. It really does help. Follow us on social media at Hellmouthy. Follow me on social media at Kelly Nuji. Follow Ryan on social media at Armogi. We love you. We love you.